Get ready for a wild ride as we uncover the untamed history and the modern charm of Cody, Wyoming. This is episode 152 of The Family Vacationer, your gateway to the West. Saddle up for adventure. Episode 152 starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. This is episode 152 of The Family Vacationer. I'm Rob, and today we've got an adventure in store as we explore the fascinating history and the modern allure of Cody, Wyoming. Today's going to be a journey through time from the humble beginnings of this frontier town to its current status as a prime destination for family vacations. Cody, Wyoming was named after the legendary Buffalo Bill Cody, and it's a place where the spirit of the Old West is alive and well. The city began in the late 19th century when Buffalo Bill himself laid the foundation for this town. The year was 1895, and Cody envisioned a community that would serve as a gateway to Yellowstone National Park. As settlers arrived, Cody quickly transformed from the rough-and-tumble outpost that you might picture in the Wild West to a bustling town. The wild beauty of the surrounding landscapes and the promise of adventure drew people seeking a new life on the frontier. Cody became a hub for ranchers and cowboys and pioneers, and that shaped its identity as a true western town. The town's history is forever intertwined with Buffalo Bill's vision, and his influence is still palpable today. Cody's Buffalo Bill Center of the West stands as a testament to his legacy and showcases the rich history of the American West through art, artifacts, and exhibits that transports visitors back in time. Now fast forward to the modern age, and Cody has evolved into a vibrant destination for families seeking a taste of that old west. The town's western charm is complemented by a thriving tourism industry, and it attracts visitors from around the globe. From rodeos to outdoor adventures, Cody offers a diverse range of activities that captivate both young and old. The scenic beauty of Cody and its proximity to Yellowstone National Park make it an ideal base for family vacations. Whether you're exploring the Buffalo Bill Dam, experiencing the Cody Night Rodeo, or delving into local culture at the Cody Firearms Experience, there's something truly for everyone in this charming town. Joining me today to talk more about Cody is Ryan Hawk, Ryan's Executive Director at Cody Yellowstone. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. We're glad to have you. So, what makes Cody a family travel destination? What makes Cody a family travel destination? Man, that is an answer that I could uh, go on for for hours about, to be honest with you. But ultimately, um, we kind of have it all for families. Uh, We have the first national park in the world with Yellowstone National Park. We have 80% public lands with the first uh, national forest in the country as well. So lots of outdoor recreation. We have authentic Western experiences, anything from guests and dude ranches to the rodeo. Um, we have uh, one of the best museums in the country uh, called the Buffalo Bill Center of the West, um, that even if you don't like museums, you'd still like the Buffalo Bill Center of the West, and it's fun for kids and, and uh, adults alike. Uh, we have the history, we have the scenic beauty, we have the wildlife, we have it all when you're really looking to get away from it all, unplug, and just enjoy each other's time together. Awesome. Well, so... When you're talking family tra- travel destinations, you know, it, some places are more appealing to kids. Some places they're more appealing to adults. So how does Cody cater to the interests of both kids and adults? Yeah. Everything that's been created around this area for, I mean, the, the last probably two to three decades has had families in mind. We really are the family gateway when it comes to Yellowstone. 
Um, you know, we're not the high-end um, shopping and, and retail that you see in Jackson. Um, we're not, uh, you know, the 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 more adult entertaining type things that you're going to see in West and, and up in Gardner. Everything we have is family friendly. Anything from gunfights uh, that are, you know, family friendly and kind of hokey downtown all the way to to our rodeo, to the Cody Cattle Company. That's a dinner and a show every single night. Um, everything that you go to, you don't have to hold your breath and say, oh, gosh, what's going to be said or what's going to be shown. We know we have families in the crowd no matter what's happening. Uh, and so everything that you attend, um, you know, it has families top of mind. And, and we know who our clientele is and it's families big time, especially in in those June, July and August months. So what are some outdoor activities in and around Cody that families can enjoy? Obviously, Yellowstone's close by, so. Yeah, that's an outdoor activity. What are some other outdoor outdoor activities uh, that are close to Cody or in Cody? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're lucky to to not just call Yellowstone home, um, but also Shoshone National Forest. Uh, and so there is just an abundance of outdoor recreation here. We also have a lot of what's called BLM Bureau of Land Management. So we're surrounded by 80% public land. So you can really go anywhere and do anything that you want to do it because, you know, it's, it's land that you own. Technically it's land funded by taxes. So right. uh, if you're looking for world-class trout fishing, um, there's going to be 1500 miles of world-class trout fishing for you to choose from. When you talk about um, off-roading, if that's going to be your thing with, with your family, uh, I mean, there's anything from McCullough Peaks, which also has wild horses and 60 miles of trails to enjoy there. Uh, you can also go deep into the forest uh, over in Wood River, and there's going to be another probably about 50 miles of trails over there. Uh, and then when it comes to hiking, we have hikes that are going to be two minutes from your hotel all the way to, um, you know, massive historical 18 mile hikes all the way deep into the forest so really we are an outdoor recreation um, mecca and uh, whether it's mountain biking or hiking or fishing or off-roading we kind of have it all in that aspect it's just kind of pick your poison and how many hours do you have to do it so what about special events festivals and cody that are geared towards families yeah so Every single year, we're voted as one of the best places in the country uh, for a 4th of July celebration. And I really think that is the best time if you have uh, small kiddos or even some, kind of some older kids to come. Uh, our town is always full of stuff to do, but really around the 4th of July, I mean, we are alive and there is so much happening. Um, so in our, we actually have... Um, two different uh 4th of july parades downtown it got so large that we had to hold two of them so now on the morning of the third and the fourth we have parades and so that's always a great time for families to enjoy um usually about a two and a half hour parade that happens downtown and our grand marshals are always celebrities i mean just a couple years ago we had uh kip from uh um the show yellowstone actually mm. uh he was he was there. So um, anyways, we have great grand marshals. And then after the parade happens, uh, we have, you know, face painting and carnivals and and some local shops that will pop up in our city park downtown. And then there's going to be kind of some onesie twosie events that go on throughout the day. And then at eight o'clock, we have our professional rodeo called the Stampede Rodeo. It's been going on for over 100 years. 
So yeah. it'll be the best, the best and the best of the country will be here in Cody. Um, anything from bull riding to buck and Bronx to steer, uh, uh, steer wrestling, the, the whole kit and caboodle there. And then after that, we hold one of the grandest uh, firework shows you've ever seen. Typically, we spend anywhere between forty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars on one night of fireworks. Wow! So it is just a spectacular time. And then on the fifth, uh, if you have any energy left, uh, head on into the park uh, and enjoy your time there. So yeah, Fourth of July is the best time to come, I would say, for families. It definitely sounds like it. So you, you brought up the TV show, and I'm super curious. Have you guys noticed a spike in it? I mean, it's your area is always going to be well attended, but have you noticed more visitors coming because of the show? I wouldn't say we've noticed more visitors. I think we've seen a change in the trend of what people are looking for when they come here, okay. um, which are those authentic Western experiences. They want to do <laughs> in real life what they see on TV. Um, so luckily we don't have any murdering going on here. Like you see in the show Yellowstone, uh, but we do have those 15 guests and dude ranches where people can do those trail rides and have those campfires and those, um, uh, just those experiences out in the wilderness that, you know, you want to put on your cowboy boots and your jeans and, and, and do like you see on TV. So we have seen those trends change since the popularity of the show has come on. Yeah, soap opera part of the show aside, it does a it does a really good job of showcasing the beauty of the area. Definitely, yeah, yeah. We we definitely have the landscapes um, that people are looking for when they come to this area. And I'll tell you too, I mean, a big part about it, about our area that people don't really think about, but ends up being one of their favorite things, is our service is terrible. Our cell phone service, I should say, is terrible. And mm. so you don't get the calls, you don't get the emails. You're truly, whether you <laughs> want to be or not, unplugged. Uh, from it all. Uh, I think there's two spots in Yellowstone where you actually even get service. So um, yeah, there's no chance to be on, on your, uh, you know, in front of your screens during your time here, which is always nice. That actually sounds incredible. My kids would have a fit, <laughs> but I think they get used to it. They'd have to learn how to talk to each other again. So, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We have to look at each other and have conversations, right? <laughs> right. Right. It's a lost start for sure. Um, how accessible is Yellowstone from Cody? Yeah, so we are actually the only gateway that has access to two different gates. So you can either go to the east, okay. you can either go to the east gate, which is 52 miles from town, uh, from the middle of downtown Cody, and uh, that is actually uh, deemed by Teddy Roosevelt as the most scenic 52 miles in the country, uh, because it is a certified scenic byway called Buffalo Bill Scenic Byway. Uh, so that's one option. The other option, which is 70 miles away, uh, is to the Northeast Gate. Uh, and that actually is probably my favorite gate and most locals' favorite gate to travel to because you get to travel over uh, Chief Joseph Scenic Byway, another scenic byway. Okay. Uh, and then that takes you to Beartooth Highway, which is typically the number one most scenic byway in the country. And then that takes you to the Northeast Gate. And what's nice about the Northeast Gate is that takes you straight into Lamar Valley, where 75% of all the wildlife in Yellowstone reside. That's where the wolves are. That's where one of the largest herds of bison are going to be. That's where a lot of elk and moose are going to be. Um, and so I always like going that way. And then that eventually takes you into Mammoth Hot Springs, which is a phenomenal uh, feature uh, of, of the park that really that's what you think of when you think of Yellowstone. You mentioned museums. Now, we've talked on the show 
quite a bit about, like with my family, I have to be sneaky about educational experiences, especially yeah. on vacation. Are there interactive experiences in your museums that, that make it a, a great learning opportunity that's also fun? Yes, definitely. So yeah, I have a very high energy seven-year-old boy uh, and also a high energy <laughs> four-year-old girl. And if I say, let's go to a museum, their faces don't typically really perk up. You know, it's usually hands off and look at the, right. look at that. Um, we actually have 14 museums in our county. Um, and the top five are definitely oh, wow. going to be housed inside what's called the Buffalo Bills Center in the West. It's five Smithsonian affiliate museums all under one roof. And it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not this room is a museum, this tiny room is a museum. It le is legit five full-size museums under one roof. And what's nice about these museums, to answer your question, is yes, uh, there are interactive stuff for kids all over these museums. Uh, the Draper Museum specifically is all about the wildlife and ecology of the greater Yellowstone area. Um, and so you can actually press buttons and hear uh, what the animals sound like. There's a whole um, stamp kind of scavenger hunt that you do as you go through that museum. It is shaped as a spiral. And as you go through the spiral, you're going through the different elevations throughout the greater Yellowstone uh, um, uh, ecology there. And you're able to see what animals, oh, wow. what rodents, what all that stuff looks like as you're spiraling through. On top of the normal five museums that are there, there's also um, multiple raptor experiences where they actually bring out hawks and eagles and all sorts of stuff. And they showcase these birds and how amazing they are. Um, and you get to see that stuff up close and personal. So, yeah, your kids aren't, aren't walking through there staring at stuff. They are busy, and they'll actually <laughs> probably be pretty wore out by the time they walk out of there. It's, it's quite the experience. It sounds amazing. Yeah, they uh, anything, you know, if you're walking through, things are under glass, and you're having to read things over and over again, that's not exactly the experience they're looking for. But what you're talking about, where they get to see it all around them, that, that sounds amazing. Yeah, the, the reading is optional there, that's for sure. <laughs> Most of the time, you're just experiencing it all. Yeah. That's and there's stuff that we don't expect, too. You know, one of the museums inside of there is called the Cody Firearms Museum. Um, it's the largest uh, firearms museum uh, collection in, in really the world, I think. Or it's either top one or top two. But anyway, I mean, they're even able to shoot firearms inside of there and, and do that sort of stuff, which is... You know, maybe one of the things you expect when you come to a small western town in Wyoming. It's kind of fun. All right, let's talk accommodations. What are some family-friendly lodging options in the Cody area? Yeah. So if you have some older kids, you know, those older kids always love those Instagrammable moments, right? So what's been really popular uh, for uh, families with some older kids is over at Cody Trout is what it's called. They actually have some really fun glamping options. Uh, where you can stay inside of tents. And yes, those tents do have charging stations, so you can charge your cell phones and you're good to go there. They have some sheep wagons and stuff like that. Another very unique option, I mentioned it before, our guest and dude ranches are phenomenal. Um, you feel like you're out in the wilderness, which you are, you're in the forest, um, and you feel like you might be roughing a little bit, but you go back to your cabin and you know usually there's Wi-Fi, usually there's, uh, or there's still plenty of, of outlets and stuff like that. And you can really have that intimate experience out there at those guest ranches. Now, if you're looking yeah. for more of that traditional option in town, of course, you have your flagships like the the, the Holiday Inn, the Comfort Inn, the Best Western Ivy, the Cody, um, the Hampton. You have all that sort of stuff. 
sure. but another really fun option for for families is what's called um the buffalo bill village and there's they're actually cabins where your family gets their own cabins uh Ooh. and you feel like you're uh not in the middle of town but you are you're right in the center of downtown and you get to stay yeah. inside of your own kind of historic cabins, which are really fun. And families seem to really be liking those nowadays to kind of feel like you're out doing it and, and feeling it, you know, but but you're still in town with all the amenities right around you. Speaking of being in town, we love talking about food on the family vacationer. So can you recommend any local restaurants in Cody that families definitely should try and are there any local dishes that, that Cody is known for that, that families should definitely put on their, their list of things to try when they're in town? Of course, of course. I love talking food. I'll talk food all day with you. That's no problem at all. All right, let's do it. So <laughs> <laughs> we were lucky enough last year to have Guy Fieri come visit us. And uh, he went to a few different places that, you know, once he goes to it, it basically has his stamp on it and people love to visit. So yeah. first place I'd mention would be what's called City's Table. They call themselves Mediter uh, Mediterranean Cuisine. Uh, they have amazing, amazing uh, locally handcrafted and local ingredient kind of sandwiches, I guess you can call it, but with a Mediterranean twist. Uh, mm -hmm. They have some of my favorite dishes in all of all of Wyoming uh, are right there at City's Table. So that would be a really good option for a lot of people. You can't mention cuisine in our area without mentioning the Irma, of course, the, uh, the hotel that Buffalo Bill built himself back in 1902. Uh, you go there and you have the bread pudding with a whiskey sauce is always a popular dish um, that people have to try. And their buffet is always amazing. They have steaks bigger than the size of your head there. And those are always <laughs> delicious and, and intimidating to eat a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when you're in Wyoming, what's the number one thing what people think of when they come uh, to Wyoming? Well, that would, that would be the Rocky Mountain oysters. Now, do you know what I mean mm -hmm. when I say Rocky Mountain oysters? I do. I do. <laughs> okay, good. Yes. Well, then enough I have never there, actually but... tried one. I've never actually tried one, but I, I, yes, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're good. They're good. As long as you can clear out of your head what you're actually eating, um, <laughs> they, they actually are good. Typically, they come deep fried. They come with some good sauces. Uh, the Irma and a few other local restaurants are some good options for you. Now, yeah. if you want something a little bit more of a higher uh, cuisine type of option, uh, I would highly recommend Trailhead and still good for the kiddos. They, uh, they're actually known as a pizzeria. Uh, so okay. the kids love it there. Uh, but the adults are going to love it. Anything from truffle pizza to um, bone marrow uh, that is pre uh, uh, presented in a, in a high end way. They have, I mean, they have it all and their menu usually rotates every quarter. So next time you come back, it's going to be totally different than the last time that you were there. Interesting. Now, how do they serve the bone marrow? Like that—that's—that's that's interesting to me. How do they serve that? Yeah. So they they cut the the bone in half and then yeah. they broil that with certain seasoning and stuff. And so they actually serve it to you with half the bone and the marrow right there for you. Interesting. So there's okay. that. And then what they're what they're known for it probably wouldn't be a little kid's favorite, but all adults love it. It's called the Fun Guy Pizza. It's okay. all mushrooms and truffle oil, and it is phenomenal. Every time we bring in um, kind of a, a foodie person from the media world, uh, they, we take them and let them try that fungi pizza, and every single time it just blows their socks off. They love it. I just got fun fun guy. Yeah, I just got that. Wow, I'm slow today. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome, though. That sounds great. It is. Well, so 
Are there any insider tips or, or lesser known attractions that, that some families may miss when they're coming to Cody that you want to highlight? Yeah, so a lot of the main stuff I've already mentioned, the rodeo, the the Buffalo Bill Center of the West. Um, we have the Cody Cattle Company. But what a lot of people have not found out about yet, that's kind of an emerging attraction for our area, is what's called the Kerwin Ghost Town Adventure. Mm. Uh, and so what this is, to get there, you'll have to rent either a side-by-side or have some sort of off-road vehicle. To okay. get to Kerwin, you'll, you'll be driving this vehicle, and you'll go through river crossings. And you'll go through some ranch land. You'll go through a lot of national forest land. Um, the mountains that will be surrounding you are massive, tall, steep, dramatic uh, mountainous landscapes. You'll you'll be going through grizzly bear country. There's moose and elk and a bison farm on your way out there. When you finally get to Kerwin, there's about 10 to 12 different historic old mining buildings. That's what Kerwin used to be was a mining town. And so you can actually go inside these very well-preserved mining buildings uh, and check it all out and see what it all looked like and see what it took to mine the area. Because it's an old mining town, some of those minerals have been have been stripped from the, uh, the water. And so the water and rocks around that area have changed colors. And so there's parts in the river that are royal blue or dark red or white. And oh, wow. it's just phenomenal. And then about three-quarters of a mile hike from Kerwin, uh, is where Amelia Earhart's vacation cabin uh, was being built before she was lost across the ocean. So you can visit that as well. Oh, so you wow. have the dramatic Wyoming landscapes that you expect. You have the history of Kerwin and the old mining town and, and Amelia Earhart. You have the wildlife with the moose and the bears and the deer and the elk. Um, it really does have it all. It's a full day experience to do it, but well, well worth it. And you won't see anything like it anywhere else and i've been a lot of places and i've never yeah. seen anything like kerwin before it is spectacular that definitely sounds worth a visit over tourism is is a hot topic these days you know and a lot of places we like to visit it's not surprising that that, that does come up uh, how does cody approach that and and just the sustainability of the resources of the area yeah so i mean cody in the winter time is a town of ten thousand people and uh, but when summertime hits and at the end of tourism season, we see well over a million people. Right. So, you know, that's always a hot topic. How do we keep our lands the way that we love them? How do we make sure that our outdoor recreation stays the same way it is now, you know, 100 years from now? And for us, it, it's always about responsible tourism. We educate our tourists, you know, know before you go, pack in, pack out, be prepared. Make sure you leave it the way you found it. I mean, all that sort of stuff is at the front of our marketing. Yeah. Um, and I think we've done a pretty good job. Uh, luckily, we're also a lot of public lands. And so we have National Forest um, pushing that same message. We have BLM pushing that same message. We have Yellowstone pushing that same message. And so it's all about responsible tourism here. Surprisingly, even with the amount of tourists that we see coming, we do still have a lot of openings. Um, we're not sold out in, in summer. We're not sold out in August even. Mm. Um, and so we have not really come up to that threshold where we're super, super worried about it. Right. Um, but we do make sure that everything we have, whether it's our marketing or uh, our, our high traffic areas, that that messaging is at the forefront of everything that we do. So that way people know that it's important to us and, and to keep it that way. As well they should, yeah. for sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. Last question. Okay. What are your favorite places to take your family and friends when they come to visit Cody? 
I would, you know, if we actually have some time to do something, I will take them on Chief Joseph Scenic Byway, and we will have fun in what's called Sunlight Basin. Sunlight Basin is full of so many trails, so many waterfalls. Um, there's there's an extinct volcano over there that you can take uh, an off-road vehicle on. The fishing out there is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it, the beauty out there is just insane. Lots of wildlife. Sunlight Basin, I think, is one of our biggest hidden gems that we always spend a lot of time with our family and friends, for sure. Sounds great. Well, for more information on Cody, contact your travel agent and visit CodyYellowstone.org. Ryan, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. If you're wanting to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you. As a certified travel agent, he never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com and get started planning your family vacation today. Thanks, Nash. Well, hey, that does it for this week's show. Make sure and hit the subscribe button so you can join us for each and every episode of The Family Vacationer. Till next time. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.